朋友们，大家好。Hello, friends. Welcome to Spiritual Wai Mai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 ，delivering the spiritual food to you wherever you are. 无论你在何处，我们为你速递属天灵粮。This spiritual Wai Mai is a part of a series entitled "Mission Accomplished: The Mission of Jesus Christ as Told by Matthew and Now Lived Out by You and Me." Feeding the multitudes, round two. Doesn't it seem like we've heard this story before? Matthew chapter fifteen, verses twenty-nine to thirty-four. Jesus left there and went along the Sea of Galilee. Then he went up on a mountainside and sat down. Great crowds came to him, bringing the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others, and laid them at his feet, and he healed them. The people were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the cripple made well, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they praised the God of Israel. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, "I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry, or they may collapse on the way." His disciples answered. Where could we get enough bread in this remote place to feed such a crowd? How many loaves do you have? Jesus asked. Seven, they replied, and a few small fish. Didn't Jesus just feed five thousand people in Matthew chapter fourteen? Now here we are again in Matthew chapter fifteen with yet another crowd of hungry people. And the disciples still don't know where to get them food. If you are like me, the first thing you might think after reading this story is, "Didn't the disciples get it?" But maybe we're being too harsh on the disciples. Maybe they were just standing there, looking at Jesus, waiting for him to say the word, so they could thrust their seven loaves of bread and a few fish into his hands. The compassion of Jesus. Before we try to understand the disciples' reaction, let's focus on Jesus. Jesus was intentional in all that he did. It was no programming oversight that left thousands of people with no food in this remote place. Jesus didn't absent-mindedly forget about food when he sat down on that mountaintop, and the multitudes started pouring in. There was a purpose. For three days, the lame, blind, crippled, mute, and others were brought to Jesus, and He healed them all. I can imagine that the crowds continually poured in, and once they were in the presence of Jesus, no one wanted to go home. It must have been a festive and joyful atmosphere with so many newly healed people on that mountainside. If they were there for three days, that means they were camping. Conversations around the fire, gazing at the stars, all in awe of the healing power of Jesus Christ. No one wanted to leave, even when they started running out of food. The compassion of Jesus led him to do amazing miracles that changed people's lives. His compassion also led him to care for the small details of their lives. What are they going to eat? Before they walk, before they walk home in their newly healed bodies, 
Jesus's compassion and power will meet you in your greatest time of need. He can do miracles that will change your life forever. His compassion and power also lead him to care for your small daily needs like providing your daily food. Psalms chapter 103 verses 1 to 5. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Asking God for the little things. Are you trusting God for the big and the little things of your life? Do you think he cares about your next meal? The compassion of Jesus results in life-changing healings and delicious meals that give strength for today. Inviting the disciples into the huddle. When Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry or they may collapse on the way. Matthew 15, 32. I picture them all in a huddle, standing in a circle, all eyes focused on their rabbi Jesus. He invited them to join him in his compassion for the crowds and he wanted to involve them. Was their response faithless or faithful? Matthew chapter 15 verses 33 to 34. His disciples answered, where could we get enough bread in this remote place to feed such a crowd? How many loaves do you have? Jesus asked. Seven, they replied, and a few small fish. To be honest, my first thought is that they were faithless. Hadn't they just seen Jesus feed 5,000 men plus women and children? Why did they question where they could get enough food? But maybe I'm being too critical. What if they were just waiting for Jesus to show his power, expectantly looking at him saying, where should we get the food? When he threw the question back at them, how many loaves do you have? They told him seven. But then they quickly offered their few small fish as well. Maybe they were excitedly waiting to be used by him. Matthew chapter 15 verses 35 to 39. He told the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, and when he had given thanks, He broke them and gave them to the disciples, and they in turn to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was 4,000 men, besides women and children. After Jesus had sent the crowd away, he got into the boat and went to the vicinity of Magadan. Miraculous Feeding Version 1 and Miraculous Feeding Version 2 If we compare the two miraculous feedings in Matthew 14 and 15, 
we see some subtle differences that point to some spiritual growth in the disciples. In Miraculous Feeding Version 1, 5,000 people, it was the disciples that said, send the people away so they can get some food, to which Jesus replied, you feed them. In the Miraculous Feeding Version 2, 4,000 people, the disciples never mentioned food. For three days, they never said anything about feeding these people. In the end, it was Jesus who brought up the topic of food. The disciples pointed out the obvious. There was no restaurant or supermarket on this remote mountainside. Time for another miracle. Once again, Jesus beautifully invited his disciples to be a part of the miracle. He used what they had to meet the daily needs of the people. He took their small resources and amplified them to reach thousands. I wonder if Jesus wanted to give the disciples a second chance to activate their faith. What did they learn from Miraculous Feeding Version 1? Were they ready to jump in and trust Jesus for Version 2? Jesus is always giving us moments to grow a little more. Practice reaching out. Try once again. The compassion of Jesus is inviting you today. Look around you. What are the needs on the mountainside you are standing on? What are the needs in your family, workplace, fellowship, or circle of friends? If you're feeling down because you missed an opportunity yesterday to have faith and serve with Jesus, look for your next chance with Jesus today. Jump in the huddle with Jesus. The needs of the world can be overwhelming. Floods, sickness, poverty, abuse, lack of education, broken families, lonely hearts. The world is full of needs. But when we stand on the mountainside with Jesus, surrounded by the multitudes of lame, deaf, mute, crippled, sick, and hungry, we can look to Jesus, see how his compassion reaches out. When he points out a hunger in people, be ready with your seven loaves of bread and few small fish. Look Jesus straight in the eyes and say, where should we get the food? And then stand with your arms outstretched in front of him. And when he asks you point blank, how much do you have? Offer it all to him. Thanks for having some spiritual limey with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.